0: Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. Rough, <laughs> Rough sketch. Rough uh-huh. sketch. Uh-huh. What's the difference between me and you? You. You. <laughs> What's the difference between me and you? You. Between real and fake. What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different. And let me be more specific before you answer that and in your head. Let this marinate. Saying you real, but love jacking people for bricks and chips. And then when it happens to you, you look at them. Are like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it? And you in the same business that you got yourself in, and that's time of pure jealousy. And hate cause you yeah. love to do it, but think nobody else would. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important. And again, a gorgeous woman Or flopping or having paper so long If it feel you would get lost And I'm trying to grab Rap right by the hand And stun the game like the office Cause nowadays it's rarely seen From MC to do that great office So I sit back, enjoy life For every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave You know, you talk about Some splashy, right, right what i Yeah, talking all the guns you got Hello
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. So what's going on, family? I got the How intro you doing, music bro? coming on. I'm just going to call you and get you ready. So as soon as the little intro go off, we're going to get started. Okay. All right, that's a little LC in the background. I'm going to let it play. Oh, is it? Yeah, check him
0: out. Okay. your <laughs> Okay. your old school if they rock some true religion i am been jeans instead of thinking long term building up our communities helping out one another cause this world is more than you and me but the scrutiny of this is showing how I be positive and how you wanna kill off your god instead of seeing them listen and your excuse is that you trying to get your kids what you didn't have pretty soon they may not end up having a dad I'm just saying I'm not talking about what i feel feeling The they hearing, hearing this, this, but I'm just saying, no. I don't really think they're gonna listen though. For real? Yeah. You talk about some flashy, flashy, right? She I talk about what I feel. Yeah, yeah, y'all talk about all the good. Good it's a
1: Saturday, man. A beautiful Saturday. Got the man Elvis Papine in the
0: building. Very excited about the day's show. We're gonna give y'all a little bit of uh a little bit of these double nuggets that we
1: be holding on to. Once again, man, happy Saturday, man. Peace to the guys, everybody checking in, man. And you know we can't get the show started without giving props to our ancestors and those that came before us and all of the the ones that paved the way for us to do what we do today. So, <clears throat> once again, man, peace to the gods. Assalamu alaikum to the NOI, Islam to our Mamours Moors, Holthep and any greetings of peace, man. We bid you that today. All right. Once again, like I said, man, it's Saturday. I'm excited about the topic today. I got a a, a special guest that we're going to be bringing on the show here in just a few minutes because he's a very busy man. So I was able to get him on early because usually I start the show at one, but I've been running around getting my little man together. He got a, a mother-son date today with his mom. And that's kind of dope, man, because we always hear about the father-daughter dances, but they got a, a mother-son dance today. So shout out to Blairwood Elementary, Jefferson Township for even putting that together. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about the importance of protecting family assets and your community as a whole. And um, like I said, you know this is a Wealth Principles show, but Wealth Principles has to do more than just what you would commonly think as a monetary wealth. So we want to also extend the fact that the number one uh, Wealth Principle is about your health. So, man, if you ain't taking care of your health, it don't matter how much money you got because you won't be able to enjoy it if you don't take care of your business on that end. So today's topic, though, it's going to be talking about protecting what should be the most important wealth outside of your health, and that's family. Um, you know, a lot of violence is going on. We are in a state of real emergency when it comes to what's going on as far as our communities, uh, you know, in general. You know what I'm saying? And not just our communities. I mean, anytime we go anywhere abroad, we have a uh, a supposed threat that anything can happen at any time. So whether it's racially motivated, whether it's religious motivation, it can happen any time. So the individual that I have the pleasure of having on the show with me today is going to help us prepare ourselves and, and, and make sure that we're we ready for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Us as men, we honestly, we, we talk that talk like we're you know, we ready for whatever, but in the heat of a moment A split of a second If you're not ready to do what you need to do To protect your family, man It could all go bad And if you panic, it really can go bad So we just want to uh, introduce to the show And I'm going to uh, Because he's, he's, he has the back of the music as well So I'm going to on in. okay okay we had a little technical difficulty there but i think i'm back on the show and the music is playing in the background so I want to make sure my man is on the line so it's, do i got mr Willow on the phone
2: yes sir brother i'm here
1: all right all right all right okay so just to introduce you properly because we had a little blip there um this man is highly certified One of the best in the state of what he does, if not the country. And um, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Mr. Sanford Whitlow of Personal Defense Incorporated. Take the floor. All right.
2: All right. How's everybody doing? Uh, Sanford Whitlow here on a company called Personal Defense Incorporated. Been in business since 2003. Um, I started this part of my journey um, training corrections and law enforcement back in 97. Uh, I was a SWAT team instructor, 2003, hostage negotiator for 11 and a half years, uh, cultural diversity instructor trainer, um, use of force instructor. So I can explain to people exactly why and how, if they see something happens with an officer, why, when they look at it, they say, well, he didn't get punished or so something happened. I can explain legally what happens. Um, teach a... Uh, a variety of things i do a lot of women's self-defense classes only do a night fighting class night defense class i do a lot of things for churches i set up a lot of security teams for churches um i do private in-home classes and public classes group classes that's pretty much it if, if it covers the gambit of safety i can do it
1: man that's 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 definitely what we need in this day and age in this time um and I want to make sure they get the, the 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 website and everything, and the phone numbers and all the contact information. Because I told some of the listeners, and I know you know my West Coast audience, they, they usually you know they a few hours behind us, so I try and let them get on the line. But the the actual show will be archived after we we wrap up with this one today. It'll be archived, so they'll be able to check it out. Um, now, are you just locally, or do you uh, if, if if the if the price is right? Would you be willing to to travel? Well,
2: I i do some traveling. Most of the traveling I do that's in other states though, it's uh primary law enforcement. Now I had some have had some agencies hire me in other states, some um some private agencies where they want me to come in and train on some advanced shooting and some self defense stuff. So yeah, I, I do all of it. I, I go abroad. I have a lot of people have me come in and explain, um, some of the aspects of the law and i do that all over too so you know i i, I go where the knowledge is needed i'm available
1: okay good to know people now um now i'm, I'm familiar with mr willow we 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 like brothers but uh aside that just just from a pe- from an aspect of uh those that don't know you and your background even uh um, I mean, we're gonna be we're definitely gonna be talking about the topic with the uh, importance of protecting the family and the assets in our in our community. What would you feel is one of the most uh, I don't want to say challenging, but what in 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 the, the field of your your work, what you do, what seems to be the most um, I, I don't I just don't want to use the word challenging, but what really makes you sit back sometimes and feel like either we don't understand or they don't understand. Because I know when you're they on the do. side of the law, when you on the side of the law, I know it's 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 one side you're looking at, but when you're on the other side of the law, it's 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 like night and day. We can't even begin to to meet in a, a happy medium, especially when the you know the police officers, when they enforcing us and things of that nature. So my question to you is as a person in, in the in the field that you're in, <clears throat> when you see the, the foolery or the the ignorant stuff that some of our people do, and then it poses harm and people in the, in the in the in the you know police field or you know any 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 field of that realm, uh, I understand. Yeah, how hard is it to, to 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 balance that? Because I know from a personal aspect. People come at you like on the personal side, but on the professional aspect, you know, you have to be able to separate the two and still become, you still got to be the man that I know you are. But at the same time, when you're doing business, you got to look at it from that aspect. So how's that, you know, internal challenge for you? How does that, you know, how do you deal with that?
2: Oh, you know what, man? I I tell you, when when I see let let me just start by saying this. I would say 15 to 20% of every profession is bad. So, that being said, 15 to 20% of the police officers, the people working law enforcement, don't need to be working in law enforcement at all because they're not good people. Uh, just like 15% of the doctors don't need to be doctors, though. Or 15% of the priests are uh, having illicit relationships with little boys. You know what I mean? So, 15 to 20% of, the, of, of all professions are horrible. And so, that 15 to 20% gets highlighted. And so, a lot of times the mainstream thinks That's the majority It's not the majority but that's no excuse for that 15 or 20% being wrong Either so the first thing I, I had to realize and myself That I teach because I do a lot of people A lot of people have me come in and just do Legal sessions of, of Concealed carry and, and, and use of force and I, I Do those in little sessions those are very good For general public because a lot of people really don't Understand the law but I want everybody to remember this, and people, if you if you keep this in mind in the beginning, and I'm talking to my people now, okay? I'm talking to brothers and sisters. If you keep this in mind in the beginning, this will help you. Morals and the laws don't mix. So what we may think is morally correct has nothing to do with the law. The other half of that is this. I ask all the time, what's the police job? And people say, to protect and serve. That's not the police job. The police job is to enforce the law. So if you keep those two things in mind at the onset of anything, the morals and the laws don't mix, and their job is to enforce the law, that'll make you look at it a little different. The other thing, too, is this. At certain times and moments, we got to learn to pick our fight. At certain times and moments, you're not going to win that little battle. But where you can start making an impact is this. You would be shocked at how many people have lawsuits against entities, law enforcement or whatever, have lawsuits against them, and they win those lawsuits, and they're considered frivolous lawsuits by those organizations. So every state, every city, every community has a a fund that's just for what they consider frivolous lawsuits of money they're just going to lose. So you'd be shocked at how many people win twenty five, fifteen, thirty, ten thousand dollars just on false arrest. But as soon as you get off your square, because you feel like they're infringing on your rights, you decrease your opportunity of getting that money. And so my struggle is a lot of times is trying to convince us, look, sometimes you ain't gonna win that battle right there. I don't care what you think you're right about, I don't I don't care what you think you know about the law. If it's five or six guys there and they're enforcing the law, you know what? Let them be wrong for the moment because later on you can, you can justify your means. But if you get off your square and you cross the line legally, then you decrease your opportunity. So what happens is that gets exemplified to the majority of people, and we don't realize the other half that you really can get a gain off somebody's ignorance if they're wrong. But we got to learn that you can't win everything right there in the moment. So for me, it's me trying to get people to understand that morals and the laws don't mix. I may morally agree with you, but legally, this is what it is. And so it comes back to even us voting, having voting power and and just understanding the laws, not assuming, but understanding what the laws are. So for me, uh, on this end, and even teaching uh, defense stuff, that's a big challenge for me.
1: Okay. Now, you mentioned something about uh picking your battles and I and I absolutely understand and agree with that. Now, <clears throat> what can we do? Now, I'm going to be asking you questions from two two perspectives. One from a perspective sure. of one from a perspective of protecting our our home and our families and then on the other side protecting us from each other. Now, right. In 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 law enforcement and, and everything, like, well, let me let me let me say this first, and then we will circle back. My thing with what I'm trying to 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 push and enforce is to be able to protect your home, your your children, your wives, your your sisters, your brothers, your daughters, and also to 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 invite the uh, the ideas to these to to the women, the children as well. Because I'm starting to take my kids to the to the gun range because I found out if you sign a waiver, you can actually get them in there and and teach them the the fundamentals and you know just get them uh, with the mindset of getting the fear away from of of actually handling a firearm, but at the same time teaching them the correct way and letting them know that there is boundaries because. If, if you're away from the home and you have a family and if you have a family and maybe you just only have girls and maybe your girl is around 10, 12, almost in the teenage range, if she knows there's a gun in the house and she doesn't know how to use it or she's scared to even, you know, touch it because of, you know, all of the statistics of, you know, accidents happening, the that is what I'm really trying to push, you know, not so much on the kids but just letting them become aware of of, of the proper handling of them, taking the fear out of them, but also making them respect of what that is and what that could possibly do. Do you, in your professional stance, do you agree with, with, with trying to get uh, children involved at a certain age? What, well, what age do you think would be appropriate to introduce uh, little boys and little girls to this? Because I'm going to come back after you give me your feedback. tell
2: okay, Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. And actually one of the frustrations in my profession is trying to get black people to understand that's okay. See, and we have to learn how to work within the system too. So say for instance, the NRA offers a program. Okay. And it's called the Eddie Eagle program. It's a program they designed for kids that are young as five and six that you go into the schools and tell them what to do if they see a gun. And unfortunately, with us, our kids are highly more likely to run across a gun on the way walking from home than anybody else. So I at one time tried to offer this to a couple of schools in the Dayton, Ohio area. And the school systems that rejected it were the school systems that were predominantly black. I went to two or three school systems that were predominantly white, and they welcomed me. So we have to change... Our perception is what you're saying is 100% right. You need to educate kids because even in parents' denial, they may run across one just on everyday, just walking home, or their, their friend's family may have guns in the house, so they know how to do just in the safety uh, setting. Uh, for your home, um, I think you have to assess each child you have, and that all starts, I think, when we two. You know, cause, you know, we the one, one thing that my parents never did, we never they never claimed anything caused a terrible tooth. You know, so people go around and say, he have the terrible tooth. No, you just a terrible parent. Because if you start parenting, directing, and teaching your child as early as two, and they can start comprehending things, they can be raised with a certain amount of maturity and a certain amount of responsibility. So I agree with you 100%. But as far as the age, I think that depends on you and what you know about your child and what you've done for your child. My kids, uh, I think my oldest boy, who was now a grown man, but he was 11 the first time I took him to the gun range. And I, I took him and we learned every aspect of guns, and we did it for months. Uh, my daughter, she was a little bit older. My, my youngest son, he was a little bit older because, one, he didn't have the same curiosity or interest. And his responsibility level, I, I didn't trust as far as him... Um, wanting to show off to his friends about guns that may have been in the house or what he thought things were. So I think you have to base that on what you know your relationship is with your child and what you've been teaching your child. I will say this. I have a lot of clients that have me teach their children gun safety, take them to the gun range, and the youngest ones I have had on a regular basis have been eight and nine years old. And I, yeah. I actually had a young lady who was seven. Well, I started teaching at seven. And she's now an Olympic shooter, so you know. So you just for the educational standpoint, though, I think you're absolutely right. If you got them in the house, you start teaching them early. I, so I agree with you a hundred percent.
1: Now I, I, I led with that question just to circle back because it is to be honest, especially in the in the in the urban communities, you know. Now in the middle class, if that's anything. Still a middle class, <laughs> but the middle class family, you you will you will find that it it may be more of a structured or uh, a family that may have a gun that that they know where the weapons are. They may be in a safe or in a lockbox or something on that nature. But in the hood, because we talking to you know, my, I got a I got like four countries that's tuning in, and but in the hood. In the in the in the average community of a of of uh, melanated people, if there is a gun in the house, one it may be uh, illegal gun, probably not registered, and it's probably not put up. You know, it might be in the in the the cabinet above the refrigerator where everybody in the house know, but you know it's a taboo. Like don't touch that. But then when you tell a kid don't, a kid do. It's just that that's just what we do as kids. We're curious. So my thing is <clears throat> the age that you said. That's the age that I'm thinking. My my youngest is nine. He'll be ten. So I was thinking between the age of ten and eleven, start kind of introducing them, you know, and maybe taking them to the gun range and, and getting them familiar with the the sound of it, how you know how it feels when one goes off. with, you know, 'cause I'm, you're an instructor, I'm pretty sure you know how to be able to you know properly. Teach a child how to hold it and if you have to hold it with them just to get that 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 initial fear out because the worst thing that could possibly happen is if a child nine ten or whatever tries to grab something to help in a situation and doesn't even know how to grab it like he might pick it up with the trigger and just something like that right. Just something so simple as just teaching them don't put your hand on the trigger till you shoot you don't take the safety off. You know, just just those little things right. now. Now with the eagle, the Eddie Eagle thing, I am actually familiar with that and I actually uh had my you know, my my youngest, you know, he watched a few of the videos and and he could tell you right now. Stop, don't touch, run away, tell a grown up. Those right. are
0: the
1: four basic fundamentals of that. So, I'm I'm familiar with that, but see, that's what we as a people have to start introducing our children and our families to that as a whole because I tell you right now the Europeans with their kids, they introduced them to firearms. I know at least twelve, thirteen when they started taking them hunting. I don't know what the age is where oh, yeah. they can actually start going, but they expose them to rifles and show them how to Way shoot. before the right. Way before the But see when you think about that, as, as a as us as the people of uh, of our color and our community, the first time, any of our kids get exposed to it, it's probably in the streets with pookie Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and pookie there yeah. probably don't even know how to handle the gun properly, so even something as simple as taking our boys on a hunting trip just to expose them to the sport, and at the same time, they're learning gun safety so then when they're posed with a threat, they won't be so scared to even react or even do anything, so... And it's, it's 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 really starting to you know be something that that we as a community we have to start speaking out. And um, a group of fellas and I, you know, uh, we got together yesterday and, and, and did a photo shoot. And we're probably gonna be having you come in if you can find some time to come speak to the to, to some of the kids. But we're starting a youth camp just for boys from the ages of sure. I think the littles from kindergarten all the way up to sixth grade. And so, you know, we're getting about 40 or 50 men in the community that, that are dedicated, that, that they're all in. So we're going to do this summer camp, and we're going to teach them life skills, you know, how to tie a tie, how to how to fish, how to, you know, just, just basic things that we were taught, if not by our fathers, if the fathers weren't in the house. Our mothers or, you know, uncles, we had men somewhere in the family tree that knew how to do basic stuff. But these kids, they don't... They don't even know how. They don't even know what kickball is. I was just dumbfounded. Like you don't know what kickball is, but <laughs> going going on a hunting trip and maybe you know we, we could put a, put a fun together and maybe have you do a little small demonstration of, of, of what you do to to the kids in that age range right between kindergarten and sixth grade. and maybe you know we pay you a, a love offering. You come and just talk to the kids about gun safety because the earliest we get, we trying to get them young. Because once they get into that teenagers, you know, they already got their mindset. So the program, you know, it's going to start this summer. But I definitely, 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 definitely wanted to put you in the know of what we're doing and, and maybe have you come around as a, as a, you know, a special invite. And uh, just kind of, because, man, we need about 100 Sandmans. <laughs> we need, we need, I, hey, I'm saying it jokingly, but I mean I oh, understand. I mean, you can't be the only one. You can't be, and, right. and, the, and the guys that's out there that that, that may possibly do something similar to, to what you're doing, they're 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 either they're they're in one particular realm, but they're not really reaching right. out to the community. And what I love right. about your program is is diverse, and we gotta be diverse because we gotta live amongst each other, whether we like each other or not. And the right. fact that the fact that you you know you you have a, a relationship with with not just people of color you have relationships with all types of people and that's what's amazing and and the and just the joy and the, and the bonding that we can get from even just going and training one of the classes and might be able to because those are bonding moments those are really bonding moments
2: right well I, I've done a things and you know that's probably a thing I need to add to my website that that I just do but I have people reach out to me all the time and I come and talk I go to churches I go to uh, community things and I and and I I talk about what people need to do in response to law enforcement uh with the gun thing you're talking about I'm hundred percent on board with that I think that makes a lot of sense and and let me say this to any Fathers out there, mothers and fathers, but you know, you talked about men. I'm I'm big on men have to become men. We we losing this manhood thing, and and we got to change. We men have to change, okay. And we have to understand if if your woman makes more money, she's just a person in the house to make more money, but you're still a man, okay. So we we have to take our manhood role seriously when it comes to our children in our homes. So. To anybody's listening right now, when you're thinking about teaching your child uh gun safety and gun etiquette, before you go to a gun range, spend two or three sessions with them or, or a week or two in the house with them and just go over the safety of the gun. Make sure they they can recognize when a handgun is loaded, when a rifle is loaded, when a shotgun is loaded, if you know how to do that. If you don't know how to do that, you know, use this world thing called YouTube. <laughs> you can go to YouTube. And you can find out, you can see examples of all these things. Uh, if you call somebody like me, I come to your house, and, and I, or I'll go over with the adult. And if the adult wants to teach the child, they can do that. They want to do it in a setting together. But find somebody that can professionally teach you the correct way to invoke safety when it comes to handguns or rifles, any any gun to your child. That's before you even go to a gun range. So, how you mentioned about the correct way to hold a gun, don't put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to shoot and the safety, all that stuff is actually more important than firing a gun because people say it was an accident. Well, in, in my realm profession, we don't say, we say there's no such thing as an accident. You just was not paying attention to what you were doing. Does so any guns been made in the last 15 or 20 years? They have what they call a Trigger disconnect safety inside the gun. That's, that's any gun of any quality. So, majority of guns, if you drop when they load it, they won't even go off. And we know that. So, do the fundamental things and teach them the safety thing and the handling before you even go to a gun range. You want that embedded in a child's head before you even take them where they go to get live fire. And that's probably the biggest mistake people make. Because it's, it's almost like anything else. Think about it. We play sports, you play football. How much practice did you have in the NFL? What they got? They got seven on seven before they even put a pad on, right? And every right. professional has a coach. Tom Brady got a quarterback coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So take that take that same attitude toward the handling and the safety of a gun first before you even
0: fire the gun at all. You know that, that yeah. that's
2: that's probably the most important thing. If you can embed that in your child these things we call accidents will decrease. I mean, immensely, they will decrease.
1: Agreed. 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 Now, um, I got a ton of questions and I don't want to just keep okay. you all day. But I don't know. I don't know how busy you are for the day, but um, it's, uh, it's a couple people in the chat room. They're asking about uh, for the women's defense because um, I put a link on your website. Oh, yeah. By the way, if, if those of you that are new to the show, Make sure, if you're, if you're calling in, I see we got about 60 people on the switchboard, but if you're calling in to the show, make sure you, 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 you can do this while you're on your phone. Hit one of your web browsers and go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash WealthPrinciples101. Uh, when you're there, you'll see the home page of this particular show. Like I said, all of the shows are archived, but this particular show, is you'll see it live now. But uh, there's a link on there to uh, to the website for Mr. Whitlow's company, and the website I go ahead and give it to you because some of y'all own uh, Instagram Live and things of that nature and YouTube Live. But the website is www.personaldefenseccw.net, and you go to that website. He has plenty pictures, plenty things, you know, and all of the particular classes and you know the Ps um, the and the FAQs, all kinds of media, uh, co-signs. He done been on so many different uh, avenues and areas that, that, that co-sign him. So that's that's what I'm trying to, you know, give y'all the benefit of having these individuals in our community. And the fact that, you know, he's a person of color, you know, I would rather spend with with, with my people, don't get me wrong, but if he wasn't certified or trained in the level that he was, I wouldn't be having him on the show because I don't want to send you to somebody this this ghetto. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why right. That's, that's, right. that's why it was a, it was a big deal for me to even uh you know, get him to, to agree to come with on the show because we need to be more responsible in the way that we conduct business, even if we're conducting business, I, don't, I wouldn't give you my business based on you look like me. I'm going to give you my business first. Right. If you look like me and you handle and conducting business properly. So I'm going to always search for, for someone that looks like me that has a business for one of the services that I need, but you have to, you have to own up and make sure you're conducting business properly, professionally, because so many more people would, would support black businesses if black businesses wouldn't operate black. There's no color. Right, take care of that business. That's right. <laughs> right. There's no color called in business, man. It's just, you either conducting business or you're not. And if you're handling your business the way you're handling your, your personal affairs, then you can't be taken serious and you will never be able to prosper and you'll never be able to do commerce on the level Mr. Willows doing. I don't know if y'all caught how long he's been doing this, but the background that he came from and where he is now is eons from each other. And that's another thing, right. just to tip my hat to him, to say never, you know, let nobody put you in a box and say, this is what you are. Because even on the spectrum that this man is, is on in his profession with his company, he doesn't work for anyone. He has his own company. And that's commendable in itself. But even on the spectrum where he is on that, he also has other businesses. He's also, you know, he's also in the music industry. I mean, ain't no telling what else he, he done done since, since you know, I've been knowing him. But the level of business that you conduct will determine your success and it will determine your integrity and will de- determine if you will be a legacy. Because I can guarantee, tell you, when it's all said and done, PDI, is going to be a legacy, and, it, and Stanford Willow is going to be a legacy because he broke the mold in doing what he does at a time where CCWs weren't even on the table. So for him right. to be able to teach the class, to be one of the first in the known, and for him to be a man of color is, is is just profound in itself, and they need to start pushing up our leaders. Our innovative people that are, are out here, you know, breaking, still breaking ground. we still breaking ground, but we don't hear enough of the the PDIs. We don't hear enough of the self made. We don't hear enough of the Natural Foods Plus. We don't hear enough of that in the community, in the media. We need to push our people that are doing commerce the right way. We need to uplift them and, and latch on because, like I said, he can do this till he's ready to check out. But it'd be beautiful if he can mentor some young individuals and teach them from the age of twelve through junior high, through high school, and then maybe come under an apprenticeship of his, and then he could keep that PDI going. Once he's long gone, we can keep having PDI and keep teaching this this this, this safety with and self defense because you started something, bro. I mean, I never I never really. Told you outside of a you know a, a message or something, but I'm so proud and 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 just just floored at your transition from what you was doing professionally, and it wasn't nothing wrong with it. But for you to go all the way extreme and be so good at what you do now, bro, I I, I applaud you, I salute you, and you already know I love you. So, bro, just I just need a hundred of you.
0: <laughs> we yeah. can we do
1: more. If we can morph 100 Sandmans and put them in the communities of Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky, the Midwest would be a safer place. <laughs>
2: well, I appreciate that, brother. I really do.
1: Now, there, you know, and there are a couple other guys I know of that, that are black
2: that have successful businesses. You know, I give a shout out. I got a, a brother I work with named Tyrone Bonner, who has a company called Apex Alliance Security Solutions, right? And this uh, man has started a security company that was black owned over 30 years ago when you never saw such a thing. So right now he, he attempts to recruit uh, young black men and women to work in the security field. Uh, one of the things that we offering June 22nd and 23rd is a 20-hour um, armed security officer course. So you got a lot of people that don't know what they want to do and, 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 and maybe they're interested um, and they want to go in the security field. Well, they, they go in and, and and they make a minimum amount of money Because they got a minimum amount of skill Well this course offers you the opportunity To get a license to be an armed security officer That increases your pay At least $5 an hour No matter where you go Just having that, that certification So um, myself and guys like him We always call ourselves a rare breed Because in this in- industry Actually to be honest We're probably the only two around here With these credentials that, that, that we have um, And I think it's just a a lack of exposure you know what I mean to a lot of things that we don't have we we always look at the basketball, the baseball and the music and, and the football as an avenue but there are a lot of ways to create commerce, to make money and all we gotta do is look what's needed just ask yourself what's needed what's needed in your community what do you need in your community but somebody's providing that service but I, I appreciate the compliment man because yeah I've done a whole Whole switch of <laughs> careers, man. Whole <laughs> completely, yeah. And, and you know, and, and it's rolling. You know, I'm uh, I'm invested in a, in a medical marijuana company that we uh, received our license for. So I'm really about to take a quantum leap into something different, and I want to yeah. expose minorities into that.
1: You know, well, brother, a lot of things, man. We're going to have to talk uh, off the air about that because it's something that uh, I want to, since you already, you know, tapped into that, uh, I wanted to to, uh, inform you on um, the only federally licensed company that's able to to do that in all 50 states. And I'm actually partnering with that individual right now, but I definitely want to turn you on to that. And he's a he's a person of color as well, but uh, I'll give you the information on it so we can talk on that on the back end. But uh, yeah, man, um, yeah, like I said, with with the with the reaching out to these boys, man, and trying to give them different avenues of uh, ways to make money and, and take care of their family. We, we need we need that because they think the only way to get out of the hood is a basketball, football, or selling drugs. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you can't be selling drugs because that's a short-lived. It's short-lived, but right. that's why I even in 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 just to go back on what I said about how you went from one extreme to the next. People can't even fathom that what I do for a living, and it, it was kind of hard for even people to take me serious because. Thirty-two years of my of my life, I've been I've been DJing, I've been you know rapping, dancing, breakdancing. Right. Everybody knew me for, for music and all of this, and then you know for them to see me in in clubs, in the DJ booths and on stage rapping, to go from saying, uh, okay, I'm doing taxes, okay, I'm doing credit, okay, I'm helping right. businesses be funding, I'm helping, you know, I'm I'm doing this. They're like, dude, you're the DJ. You how you gonna how you gonna tell me about some financial? consulting or credit or this, that and the third. What what you got to show for that? So, a lot of us we like to judge on what we see and not the message. And so I had to take self-inventory and say, okay, look, if I want to be serious about being a financial consultant, you know, doing it everything in the financial literacy realm that I'm in now because I'm more on the teaching aspect of it now because financial literacy is, is what's lacking in, in our community. If we can exactly. get the if we can get the economics together, group economics because that's all it is. When you think about different cultures, all of them spend together. The Asian community, yeah. the, the Europeans, yeah. the, the the even the Africans and the Indians. All of yeah. these people been together but what do exactly they have right. in common what do they have in common that we don't they they put their businesses in our community
2: that's right they bring each other in you know when I grew up and i tell you what's interesting I, and I drove through Westwood where I grew up at about two weeks ago right and when I grew up the stores in the neighborhood were owned by black businessmen they're not owned right. by black businessmen Huh. and I ask myself whose fault is that and so I, you know we take a lot we have to look in the mirror and I can talk about doing the inventory and realize we're the cause of a lot of that because we let something that was designed take advantage of us it was a system that was designed and, and we were ignorant and didn't step in so we let that system take advantage of us so we put ourselves in a certain place, but I mean that can be overcome. Right,
1: and that's you know, where we think different. Were
2: right, that can be overcome. You think different, and, and and process how you think. And and my father said something to me one time. My father said, "Ain't no secrets to success." He said, "What you have to do is learn to run." He said, "He said the will." He said, "What exact words was it?" You don't reinvent the wheel, son. Just roll it in the direction you want to go. <laughs> That's, That's fact. That. That's fact. You ain't got to reinvent the wheel. Just roll it in the direction you want to go. And now, i tell you what's a challenge, too, for me, with with just people in our community. Some of us have made so many mistakes when we were younger that our background doesn't allow us um, the legal right to purchase guns. Okay? So with that comes a certain frustration, Where people feel like Well I can't legally purchase a gun I can't have one in my house Or I can't teach my wife or my kids Or my significant other Well I implore upon my people to do this I have this happen all the time I just had it happen with two people last week I'm teaching the class And a lady informs me of something in her background After we get into the class I had her contact a particular infancy And she found out for $50 She could get it and cleared it up where it never show up again, when she went to an attorney, they told her they were charging two thousand dollars but the information I gave her that cost of $50 her fifty dollars
1: for own money and see that was that was gonna be the the segue leading into you know the next you know few questions that I was gonna ask you, and great minds think alike, so I appreciate the segue now I have been you know in the know of some things that, 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 that you can get around you know certain things and certain aspects of this but I, I I don't want to to overstep my boundaries without asking a professional. So you being a professional in this in this in this industry, some 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 myths and truths. That's where we're gonna break it down with myths and truths. Now is it a Bad. myth is it a myth that I'm gonna give a perfect example. Friend of mine, he has a felony, but the felony was related to marijuana. So he had right marijuana and a gun in the car. They charged him with a right. felony off top. Now in California, because I, I like I said, I got some West Coast uh, audiences. You know, they 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 tune in and they've been giving me you know up to, up to date. On, on what's going on out there and it's it's making its way this this part of the country. I did a show on on four twenty, um, National Weed Day. And I had my man Keith Harrison on the on the show simply because he had the song Riding High and I, you know, he kinda chimed in on the show. But what I was talking about was um how people that are incarcerated for uh, uh, some type of charge related to marijuana or people that carry Felonies because of marijuana related Offenses Now that this state is Legalizing that Those charges Those felonies And people that are incarcerated For that they're going to have to let them Go and they're going to have to remove those felonies Now It's true in California Oregon, Las Vegas and a few more states From your professional Standpoint Now even if they do remove those or if it's a pending thing and I know it's going to happen but it's just going to take some paperwork and they're not going to shout it from the mountaintops but that's what my voice is for once I know the specifics to Ohio and their time frame and how this is going to work we need to get on it so I told people on the show uh if you do have a felony related offense and is related to marijuana or if you have family members that's incarcerated for marijuana-related offenses, then I wanted them to sign this petition because I know the proper steps in order how to file this paperwork in order to get these people free and get them off of, uh, off of uh, you know their felonies expunged. My question to you is: the CCW itself, carrying concealed weapon, that's a particular right or? you know, a privilege that they give you. Now open carrying has always been legal. So right. my my thing is why if, if if carrying openly is legal what is the the fear or what is the, the what why is there a big big issue about the concealed carrying because I tell you right now, if if I saw 50 people and all of them had guns on holsters, this, you know, display where you can see them, how many times do you think those people are going to be approached? There's going to be attacked or anything like of that nature. So me, I'm thinking like, okay, if everybody was publicly displaying it ain't gonna be too many people getting robbed because they know that they're not vulnerable. So the whole CCW thing, when it came to, to pass, I was like, "Well, that's 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 a European thing because you know if you want to make sure you got something concealed, it's because you want to be able to use that in case you are, you know, approached with danger. Now, don't get me wrong, because I want to use mine if I'm approached with danger, but I feel like if if I could carry my firearm outside of my clothes, as opposed to inside of my clothes, then people wouldn't bother you. What's your take okay, on
2: that? Let, let, let me let me tell you. See, that's that's an interesting interesting viewpoint. But I, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a couple of bottom lines, and some people are not gonna want to hear this. Okay, but it's the truth. It's not a, not not an opinion. This is factual. Okay. First of all, this this deal with the state of Ohio first. But you got to okay. remember. Each state is its own sovereign. Okay, so yes,
0: absolutely. And,
2: and what Ohio? Ohio is one of the strictest states in the country nice. when it comes to some of the laws that deal with marijuana and guns. And then see, you got to remember. And when it comes to marijuana and guns, that's a federal thing. That's even beyond state. That's why you can have a state that that can legalize medicinal marijuana medicinal, uh, or medicinal or recreational marijuana, but by federal law, you can't own or buy a gun, because the federal laws don't recognize that, okay? But let's get back to what you said about the concealed carry and and the open carry. Today, I'm against open carry for two reasons, or three, but two main reasons. One is this. You give away your element of surprise. See, the person or people that's going to hurt you They already know in their mind they're going to hurt you. So we already behind the eight ball, so to speak, is a a term they use because you have to react to something. Okay? If I walk into a place and I want to rob the place and I see a guy standing there with a gun, open carry, exercising his right, that's the first person I'm going to get if I plan to do ill will because now I can have two guns because he's not expecting me to be that way. So now I take possession of two guns. The second thing with open carry is so easy, and it's really, and it's so easy, and I don't care what people think, this goes back to morals and the laws. It's so easy for people that look like us to be charged with inducing panic. And it's so easy to to get an inducing panic charge on you. And and it may be something that's thrown out later on. Just the fact that you have to get locked up and go through the whole process is something that. That I don't encourage. So when a lot of people are open carry, they don't realize this. If you open carry once you get into the car with the gun, now it's a concealed weapon. So if you don't unload the gun to its complete state, then you got a concealed weapon in the car, whether you feel like it's out in the open or not, because you put it in the vehicle. So that's not considered open carry by the law. Once you get in the car with the gun, and and you exercise an open carry, if the magazine is loaded in the state of Ohio and the gun can be unloaded they still going to charge you with carrying a concealed weapon. So the last, that's why I talk about the laws and the morals. So open carry has some advantages, but the disadvantages, I think the disadvantages today can outweigh the advantages of concealed carry just because it's easy to have law invoked upon you or just not in, in, in law invoked upon you in a way that it can disturb your life. Like I said, even if it's something that you charged with and you're held up, who wants to be held up four or five hours of their day? Who wants I mean, to be out of jail to get out? Who wants to? And I, no, I, and I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. Now, what what the concealed carry law was was, was put in place for was trying to keep tabs on who got what. <laughs> so, you know, that's really what it's about. is a certain amount of control.
1: Now, now I'm, I'm asking you from from uh, a biased perspective. I, I I get what you said, as far as you know, um, it could you could be charged with inducing panic and things of that nature. Now, how likely is a European going to get charged with inducing panic if he has a firearm displayed publicly, as opposed to somebody of color? Well, because that's is- not. We we got to be real about this. All of this law is colorable when you when you think of it, because things that apply to us don't apply to them, and it's for a lot of different reasons. One of the main reasons I know, and I will speak to you about that, out, you know, off the, off the air, because it's a lot of stuff I've been meaning to sit down and talk with you and a few few people about, but we really haven't had the time because we you know we all got busy schedules, but. We gotta be real about one thing. The main thing that that that, that, that irks me, and, and I, I really wanna organize. And maybe with the group that we talk about, the fifty men that we 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 were talking about, maybe we can kind of build off of that and get get some petitions and and have something in place because this this is my this is my grip about the whole policing of us. Now you you correct me if I'm wrong because you you've been you you travel so you know a little, little bit more than me when it comes to this realm because I don't I don't see it from that spe- aspect I only look at it from one point of view, I try and be objective sometimes but I got to be honest I look at it from the point of view of me and my people now, in the in the in the communities we just say let's not as urban in their communities. How many people of color you find in a police uniform in their neighborhood? Like, well, let me just, let me say, this. just being real.
2: I, no, I hear what you're going. But let let me say this. See, I, let me start off by saying this. I just had a brother that I'm really close with. I'm teaching some private shooting lessons to. Say last week, he said, "Saying you know, I got all the respect in the world for you." He said, "But I couldn't do what you do." And you know what I hit him back with? I said, you know what I tell people? You better be glad I'm doing what I'm doing. True. Because one of the main problems in policing is that we don't have no minority police officers.
1: So,
0: now,
1: when it can't... On one ahead. second. Now, when we did have minority police, where were they? They weren't here with white officers. They weren't in white communities because that—that's that, my point. And I'm gonna let you get back to what you were saying, but my point is this: they leave their communities every day, come to the hood or the ghetto or whatever they want to call it, and they play cops and robbers. When Billy in in Oakwood. Is pulled over and he might have a little marijuana on him and a a white officer pulls him over, Billy might get a pass because the officer might golf with his dad. They might be on the, you know, they might just left the game or the, you know, it's a community. It's a community effort, so they get passes because they can familiarize themselves with the people in their community. But when you got Bob over here policing Pookie. And he see him with a little marijuana. He don't understand his characteristics. He doesn't understand Pookie might have just got a scholarship to play ball. And because he's in a car and he might have a little marijuana, you're going to destroy his future. You're going to put him in jail. You're going to give him a record. Now Pookie's career and his life is over. But the same scenario, difference is, no black police officers are policing Caucasian communities. Now, if they are, it, it may be 1%, if that, but when we see police cars in our neighborhood, ain't too many brothers in them cars. Right. And but, they- but the reason
2: that is, and I, I agree with you 100%, but the reason that is is because we don't like policing. You we don't, don't like me. What
1: is it? We don't. We don't listen, like. Talking, no, 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 no. Let me finish. <laughs> me finish.
2: No, you didn't let me finish. When okay. I said we don't like police, I'm talking about as a career. Oh, okay. That's what okay. I mean. See, right. That's what, to, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to get you understand. That's why I said. I told him. I said, "Be glad I do this, because I know I personally saved a whole bunch of people just being the skin collide you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So what you you I know I know what you're and I know what you're saying is true. Don't misunderstand. I understand that hundred percent. That's why I try to encourage young black people, especially black men, to become police officers. They said, man, I can't do that sucking stuff. Or, you're missing the whole point. You by you doing that, and then and then guess what? You gotta remember when black police were ever first even invoked in this country, where were they invoked to be at? In their own communities, right?
1: Right, but they because, were under the because, they were under the blue code, and they really they really was was it, limited to what they could do.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you still got limitations. You gonna have limitations. It, 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 the, the, the guy, at Amazon, that's a minority, got limitations. But I'm telling you, you need more minority police officers. Period. That's the first thing. But. We have What we, well, we have to teach is this. You can't change it by just saying it's no good. Sometimes you got to infiltrate it. Ooh, I don't know if I said that right. I shouldn't have said that right. <laughs> <laughs> see, You see what I'm trying to say? You have to infiltrate it. And you can legally infiltrate it and make a change. I agree. See, one of the things, and I'm living proof of it. One of the things that I, I realized after I got involved in this thing is how many people I could get in touch with and make them even understand how to deal with the other half of them. because I knew exactly how the system worked. When you don't have nobody that can tell you exactly how it works. you can't make a change at all because you don't understand. So you got these all these speculations and things you believe but it's not real. So I, I did a thing at a church not too long ago and I hated the title. But it was telling black men how to how to get along with the police. I hated the title that. But when I when I got involved, I found it to be so interesting when the guys was asking me questions about well, why this and why that. Well don't forget you brought up the, the like the guy that's going to college. Remember this right here. I start off by saying morals and the laws don't mix. That's what I first said. So I remember I told you, you have to always keep that in mind. So we might feel morally don't have nothing to do with what goes on legally. So the only way we can find out about legal things in the law is put people involved in it. And then we can educate within. But if we don't do that, I'm telling you something, brother, we're going to have a hard road. Now, I see the same frustration. And then what happens so I, I know a few communities where 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 there where there are um, hardly no minorities at all, you know. In the division with the things I work with, I'm the only minority. You know what? I don't mind being. I had to change my mindset. I don't mind being the black go-to guy. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm.
0: Because, exactly. Because if exactly. I'm
2: a, if I'm the black go-to guy, I can go to the black people and say, Hey, let me tell you something. This is how this is going to work. This is how this happens Now after I give you that You got to take what it is Whether you think it's right or not Because I'm giving you exactly what it is I'm giving you exactly what it is But we're not going to have an increase Of minority officers Until we get an increase Of minority officers So you ain't going to have an increase of them in the community Until you get more of them That decide that this is a viable living for them They can make good money they can have great, great benefits to take care of their family. They don't look at that point up. But you're not going to change. My older brother used to say you can't make a jackass into a racehorse. I know I'm not going to change the guy that just don't like you because of the skin you need. I know I can't change him. I can try to educate the next ones to come along. For instance, I worked with some 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 young white officers, and I, this is about a year ago. It was three up, And I said, Man, I said, Let me, let me show you a difference in learning how to listen as opposed to hearing somebody. I said, First of all, black people are more expressive in a dramatic way by nature. But I said, We do that with everything. So because it's different to you, that don't make it wrong. The second thing is, listen to what we say. So if a guy said, Man, F that. He's saying F that because he's upset With what's going on in the circumstance That's different than him saying F you And I had a young cop Who was like 22 years old that looked at me and saying, said saying, I never thought of that like that I said I know you had not because you get so caught up In the moment And what you think is happening you're not listening So you need to learn how to listen Then we just Express ourselves in a different kind of way But see and you know what it's changing too to be honest with you, it's changing. changed changed his whole viewpoint and stuff. but the other thing that's changing the, the lines change a little bit because in policing now you got the different majority coming in where you got the young guy that's the white guy that like hip hop, they like minority women. he just ain't exclusively dating one set. You know, so that's, that's changing. That's changing. So you'll find old guys that are cops don't like young guys that are cops because they got a different outlook on them because they're going to school with you. They're not going to school with you in, in a place like maybe Westchester or a place like Oakwood. So we got to be smaller in those areas. What you can't do is make a jackass to a racehorse. So you know, if I drive through the city of Oakwood, which is a nice community, a wonderful community, if I drive through the city of Oakwood, I know if I go three miles an hour over, he got a reason to pull me over. I might think it's morally wrong, but the speed limit says 25, I'm going 28. I just gave him an avenue. And I know where I am. I have to make a smarter decision then. I have to say to myself, I know when I get here, I better drive 25.
1: <laughs> okay, same same scenario. If, 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 if a Caucasian brother is driving through the hood and he's doing 28... 28- Nobody's going to pull him over for 28. It's because he, don't, he he's not profiled racially. We can drive in, in, in Oakwood doing 24 and still get a cop pulled behind us and follow us to see if we're going to do something. That's the that's what I'm talking about. When, when yeah, you're in a community, when you're being policed by people that look like you and understand your background and your social profile, it's easier to 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 everybody can go home at the end of the night because if I know this individual might be off his square at that begin that particular time, I might be able to talk him down as opposed to somebody that don't know nothing about him or or know what he's he might have lost his mind, but he might be right. in a rage or or drinking or might be you know a little disorderly. Right. He could die that day if the wrong cops show up. But because yeah. police are coming in our neighborhood that don't understand us, don't know us, why is do we feel it's okay as a city? Why do we feel it's okay to allow people that don't live where we live to police where we are? Because they don't let it... It's not both ways. We cannot go, even if I wanted to be a police officer, and I say, well, I want to Police in Oakwood or Centerville, they be like, that's not happening. Because the first time I pull over one of those residents in that community and they look at me, I'm going to get all kinds of flack. All kinds just because I'm pulling them over. They talk crazy to their own officers, but they know the law. They know their rights. And when we yep. understand that we as a, as a people don't have the same rights as them, that's when the game starts to get real twisted. because. Until we, as a people, claim our birthright and our nationality the correct way, once if we continue to call ourselves blacks, colored, Negroes, we still classify as chattel. And until we change the narrative and become a part of the human family and claim our birthright and our nationality the correct way, that's the only time we're going to be able to get right. Because everybody on this planet ties to a landmass and they have a flag, except... Blacks. Blacks don't have a flag. Blacks is not a race. It's the adjective. And we keep falling into this same paradigm of calling ourselves property or adjectives. And that's why we can't get rights. When 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 Barack was in office, he constantly kept saying, Claim your birthright. On his way out the door, claim your birthright. And people dismissed it because we as a people don't know the law. We don't know the law. Well
2: you, Well I see well I agree with what you're saying. I I'm not disagreeing at all, bro. I think you're hundred percent right.
1: But what did but I, I'm asking, I you but, I'm asking you, my brother, what can we do to to change how we being police? Because if if I got fifty guys and they all wanted to be police officers today, they ain't got no jobs for them Because they're being consumed by people of other you know, racial, you know, ethnicities. But if they say it's a, p- a shortage in police, and then when a gang of people show up, they're going to be not qualified for a thousands of reasons. Well, you got a felony. Well, you got this. Well, you got that. It's crazy. It's a game. It's a chess game. Well, well let, 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 me, let me
2: say this. Let me, let, me, let me start off by saying this. Like I said in the beginning, morals and the laws don't mix. So I agree with what you're saying. So there's a couple of things that, that need to happen for us just as people. Okay, you know I mentioned to you earlier about that terrible two thing. See, mm-hmm. we start we start off and we allow. I want you to hear what I'm saying. Let, let me say this. Anybody who's alive that don't realize that the system not designed for them, they wasting time. I already know that going in. So me me keep preaching about it don't change nothing. So now I have to say to myself, Internally And I say internally I'm talking about within myself Or my community Or my family What can I do to do Do to change that Well there's a lot of things We can do to change that Okay We have to make a sacrifice To do that For us first If you look If you look in your own community Ask the people in our community Who they scared of the most When it comes to being robbed In the house It's going to be people that look like them It's going to be people look like them When you ask the people, when you ask the single mothers in our community, what's your baby daddy look like? It's going to be people that look like them. So from that standpoint, we got to be a little more responsible in accepting our responsibility and just our humanity amongst each other. It's amazing, man. When I get out here in the street and the stuff I've done, I've been all over the world. We treat each other worse than anybody on the planet.
1: We treat each other hey. than the same brother. Now, and, and wait, I, and I know I'm in agreement with that. that. I'm in agreement with that. And see, that's the thing. So, that's the thing. So, wait
2: a minute. So, let me tell you. So, let me ask you a question. So, as far as creating an environment where it looks more like you in the community, one, we have to teach the kids coming up it's okay to do this for a living. The second thing we have to do is this we have to understand that it's designed. And if you didn't take care of yourself when you was 13 14 15 16 19 and 20 from a background standpoint that's always going to be used against you so that's why I even I, I mentioned earlier about learning how to clear up your background if you can or even understanding that when a guy getting his grind on in the hood there's a consequence to that so it's our responsibility the elders it's our responsibility To try to divert that as much as we can Because we know when they grow out of that Because it's, it's, a lot of times it's a stage When they grow out of that There's a consequence that has to be paid for that You're right We know that Yeah. But so see. so we, 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 we got to deal with it On that level When it comes to uh, The guy who don't look like you Policing in your community They can always say this As long as we make it true I want you to hear what I'm saying They can always say this As long as we make it true They can always say "Don't none of them guys Want to do that for a living Or those guys ain't qualified Well we change the standards Of of, of what needs What's considered to be qualified By who we put in positions So like you got a mayor I bet you 50% of people Couldn't tell you the mayor Of the city they live in now You know what I'm trying to say And that's the way the system works So we got We got guys that that don't register To vote We got guys that refuse to believe that means something But it means something We can't create a voice They're not going to listen to a voice and ain't legal I don't care what you say Is it right? Nah it ain't right But is the way the the game rolling right now Yeah it ain't enough of us They can always And they can always divert The other stuff that we give them We got to quit giving them stuff Because if we try to give it back And say well You do this or your people do that Ain't nobody trying to hear that Because we the minority Now listen to what I'm saying I ain't saying that's right I'm speaking about what it is So I agree with you 100% I, I agree with you more than 100% As much as you can go But until we program people To believe that it's okay to do this thing for a living And to try to prepare them for that When they're younger Man it's going to be damn impossible bro And that's and the that's fact Because of the restrictions That's, that's, that's placed on us See I'm a firm believer like I believe in this I, I I look at where we are And until we black men Stand up And we stay home And we don't make a baby here and around the corner Until we stop doing that We're going to have a problem Because the women are supposed to follow what we lead. So we're doing a a badass job of leading. That was was amazing. There's a percentage of us who who are outstanding. And you get your props in your household, but you're not what's seen community-wide. We can change a lot of things by, 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 let me tell you, the perception of what social media does. Guess what we can do? Quit posting ourselves fight. Quit posting ourselves you know what I'm trying to say? We're posting our, our, our young sisters fighting each other. We're posting our young brothers fighting each other. We're posting ourselves calling each other the N-word along with with, with the guy that's next to us and, and and leaving it open for everybody else to do it. Quit doing that. Quit doing that. Okay, we don't go. keep enough stuff in our own backyard. We, 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 we just, man, I'm so frustrated with us. Men I'm so frustrated with black men because we got total control of this we take
1: And And that's that's the purpose of the show. I want I want to change the narrative on all the stigmas, all this false this this myth. Because if we don't have a conversation, it's going to continue to be swept under the rug. So give me a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause, pause for some some identification and let people know who on, who's on the call because we got some uh, a lot more people on the switchboard. So, we're talking today uh, with my man, Mr. Stanford Whitlow, of Personal Defense Incorporated. Make sure you go to his website while, you, while you're on the call right now. Go to personaldefenseccw.net. Just, just go bookmark it and check it out later if you want. But um, the topic we're discussing today is the importance of protecting family, assets, in your community. And We've been getting into a lot of, of 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 real topics that we need to be speaking on in our communities, and a few of the topics you know they they got a little lengthy, but um it needs the conversation needs to be had because now what we've talked about is several things, but the topic that we we own and I'm, I'm, I think we're going to stay on this for a few more moments is about how we're being policed in our in our neighborhoods in our communities. My gripe was, I feel that it's, it's systematically designed to to put us in a situation where we're being policed by people that don't look like us or understand us, which would raise the tension in our communities because we always are going to see uh, Europeans as a threat to us because of the history. And you can you. I, I mean, I'm not going to be one that's ever going to deny the fact that, you know, I'm an old head. My man, Mr. Willow, he's, he's a few years young, older than me, but I'm a 60s baby, late 60s, but still a 60s baby. When I was born, it was it was people in white sheets terrorizing people that look like us. It was people getting hung still, like still getting Hung from trees while I was born, so we associate the police with the the Klan. We we see them as they just traded their uniform from the white sheet to the blue uniform, and coming up in in, the, in you know in the sixties and the seventies, all you saw was 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 riots and people getting you know mistreated. Because that's why the, the family, the black family, or the, the, the colored family, or the melanin family, whatever you want to call it, we've always been taught to hate the police. Because that's all we saw is the police whooping our ass. Period. That's all we see. And it's not just from back in the day. You saw with Rodney King, you see, I mean, it's, it's the, the level of aggression towards us as a people has grown way more than it was back then. They had the dogs. They used to hose us with water. They did all of that. But now, a kid can get shot in cold blood by the police. They have a trial just to save face. They'll go through all of this just to, 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 to suspend them with or without pay. You know, very few times do anybody go to jail for it. And because of what I know, I'm trying to get the, this, the rest of the people to understand, it's not nothing other than the fact that we're still considered property. We we don't have the same rights as them. And it's because we have not been taught. We have not known the, the elders that knew this took it to the grave with them. And the ones that was trying to teach us, we were so worried about you know, whatever the, the drug of the day was, whether it was heroin, whether it was cocaine, whether it was weed, whatever it was, they always keep our community, you know, flooded with whatever the drug of the decade is. Now, the drug of the decade is opioids. Now, it's hitting their communities. Now, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. see in revelation unveil in front of our eyes, so now... I'm posing a question. This is the time that we need to stand up. We need to go downtown. We need to ask for people like us to get these jobs to monitor and police our people. Because if we don't, the tension that's building right now, and especially with the the Klan about to have their little parade downtown, is is going to boil over into some other stuff. And because the laws on their side. To be honest, it's on their side because in their eyes, all of us are retarded. We we just we uncontrollable, we savages. And so, if something do pop off at this this rally that they're doing, how is that gonna affect our community? They could tear this mother up. They could tear it up, and they can go back home to their to their community. But they're gonna come down to our neighborhood, to downtown Dayton. And do a demonstration now, I know of some people that are you know getting some people together to kind of protest me for one i I get where they're trying to go, but we don't have the the we don't have the strength in numbers we don't have we're not on the right side of the law, like you said it's morally wrong, but don't let Dayton be the same thing South Carolina was because if you go down there and you're trying to flex and then you got people that don't really know how to protest properly, they wanna be niggardly. I'ma say it. If you go down there acting niggardly and these clammen are down there protesting, it is going to yeah, be, gonna get, it's going to be yeah, gonna get up. It's gonna be a problem for the up. city, It's gonna be a problem. And and we gonna be the ones that's catching the hell for it. Because they have a permit to come down there and demonstrate. Wow. We as a city should feel embarrassed that they even allow this to go down on on the, on the square, but let's talk about trying to get somebody uh, from the nation down here. I bet you they wouldn't pass that. I bet you they wouldn't. Man, look. At the end of the day, I, I, I applaud the people that's talking about protesting down there. But instead of protesting their event, why don't we come together and do our own event? We can't be worried. about you go. We can't be worried about what, what the clan doing. We need to be collectively getting our shit together. Well, excuse my friends. I can cuss on the show if I want, but I know we got some listeners that may be, you know, you know, so i try and keep, keep it PG. But we have enough people to organize our own community, you know, efforts or however we want to put it. We don't have to be entertained by what they do. That is a bait move to me. It's a big move. It it wants to pull you out and have you go down there and all in your feelings because you got to get your emotions out of this. They're demonstrating. Let them demonstrate. Let's organize and demonstrate our own stuff to show that we can conduct ourselves as civil people and say what we need to say and then go on our way. But because they have a past to do that and we infringed upon that past, if anybody acts retarded We're going to be the ones that's arrested. We're going to be the ones that's beat. And they have a right to bear arms. And if they feel threatened, they can have a right to do something to us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if that stand your law is is working its way to Ohio. Because I heard from some sources that they may have already slid in because they're doing a lot of things that they don't have to really put out to the public until they're ready to. But I don't know if you know
2: anything about that. Well, let, let, let me say this I agree with everything you just said, bro And see, I just had some people ask me a couple of days ago Why well, I thought about the Klan being down there You know what I said? Nothing See, I think I think, I think think it's our ignorance Or anybody's ignorance that protests them to spend time on What you just said That time can be used to betterment of yourself Man I, 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 They, I, they, got, a, they got a legal permit they got legal permit to be down there. If they down there by themselves, so what? Mm. See, that's why that's, I'm going back to what I'm saying. You already know that exists. We ain't going to change that. You can't change their mindset. You can't change the conditions of the law with that. You can't change the conditions of the city right now with that. If you let them go down there by themselves, they will be by themselves. Exactly. What they want is just what you said. They want you to come down there and act a damn fool. Because you're going to go to jail because what I tell you, the job is for the cop to enforce the law. So the laws allow them to be there. You want to change the law, make sure you get registered to vote and vote whoever in the hell is your mayor out there if you don't like it. You know what I'm trying to say? We don't even concern ourselves with that. So, but you can't do nothing about it. So let them be there. I wouldn't show them one cent of, 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 of my time, man. You're wasting time. We can, guess what? That's something you could be teaching your son about how important time is.
1: Oh, yeah. My got, son, my nine year old, he will come down here right now on this show and matter of fact, <laughs> Noah, this is about to be fun. I'm glad you said that because I'm teaching my kids morals. I'm teaching my kids the law. That's he right. Can recite, That's he right. can recite the law. He knows That's his right and, 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 and the fact that that he understands what the most important thing he has is his time he understands that and not right. I teach him that So I say what's the most important thing that you have he say my time what's the most yeah. precious thing that you have my mind so he knows this is ritual this is ritual yep you know. can't get it back but but see that, that's not happening
2: as a whole now you mentioned about the stay in your ground but well, let me tell you what happened with that See, standing ground law got, got didn't get passed here in Ohio, okay? What did get passed in Ohio was this. We got rid really of the, the, the guy who actually has to defend himself. Listen to how I'm saying this. The guy who actually has to defend himself doesn't have the burden of proof now, if the circumstances even look close. He can say, I felt this way because of this. If the prosecutor finds that he violated the law, then it's the prosecutor's job to go in to show that this person violated the law in defending himself herself. So now that that ground didn't, didn't pass. We, we we didn't pass that. Now when but you we say might that's right. we, did, we, we might have wish we did later like on, trust me when
1: I tell you this <laughs> you, you say he has the right to defend himself, you speaking about the the policy officers <laughs> You talking about them?
2: Talk <laughs> them too.
0: <laughs>
2: I love you, brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love you as well.
2: But but, uh... but I, well, I'm just trying to tell you. So that that didn't pass. So when it comes when it comes to stuff like you talking about the protests or anything, and, and, and what we have to do too, man, stay abreast of the laws. So something that may have been law last year. You don't know if that changed. You know how I many laws go through, man, under another right. bill and turns into a law. They just snuck right. something in. So right. We, we, right, we, we, You know, you used to tell us when we was kids, you know, all the secrets hidden from a black man in the books because they said we didn't read. You, you, you know that's, what I'm saying?
1: That's true. That's why I got a library, bro. That's why I got a library. I got, I got a law library. I just, I'm telling you, I got business law. I got common law. I got all the blacks laws. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm so on my square when it comes to trying to to, to to invoke change in our community, but we got to do it at a grassroots level. And I heard you say you got an event on the 22nd. We actually have another event on the 22nd, but it's a secret event. Uh, the location won't be revealed until, you know, hours before because of the sensitive nature of what we're talking about. We got to get back to that because back in the days when they was trying to make change, they had to meet in churches. And things of that nature. You you wasn't advertising to to everybody right. what you doing because it's always gonna be a Judas amongst you. Anytime you're trying to invoke change on your people, it's even people that look just like you gonna be a, a quick sellout. If if they pose with the right amount of money, they will sell you out, bro. It is what it is, right. and well. it, we just gotta we just gotta be real with ourselves because that's how they infiltrate everything we do. You mentioned infiltration. They infiltrate everything we do. Either by them finding out with all of the ways that them able to, you know, they can they can just jump on our iPhone right now and start recording. (laughs) But luckily, 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 I don't have service with those people. I my service is with a black owned network, the only black owned telecommunications network. His name is Freddie Figures. He has Figures Communication. He has his own satellite. Nobody, He's not sharing towers with anybody. This is a black-owned telecommunication company from the bottom to the top. He doesn't share towers I'll with think. the big three. Figures.com. Go to figures.com. I'm on that network. I don't have to worry about him tapping into my phone because he, he's a brother. And he, he, he understands privacy is important to us, especially now. So just what? things of that nature, man. It's like we... I'm 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 putting together. I'm a part of a thing called, and I want you to be a part of it too as well. Uh, I'm gonna let you make i make sure your company gets registered with it. It's a company called BlackDirectory.com, BlackBusinessesDirectory.com. It's basically like a phone book or yellow pages for all black businesses in the country. So whenever you're traveling, you have the ability to look this up online or on the app to see. Okay, I want I want some vegan food. Do they have any black owned vegan foods in this city where I'm at? Pull it up, boom. You ever see that? I'm I'm gonna organize one just for Ohio because they already got the platform for most of it, but more specifically for Dave. Because we have so many black owned businesses, but they're not they're not conducting business in a manner to where they're being recognized in in an international fashion or uh, to be credit worthy. So that's what my company is. I, I I really try and help people get business credibility. That way they can have their business stand on its own business credit. It's not associated with your social security number. That way you keep your money separate and your business can run on its own credit. That's why we always try and start businesses and they ended up failing because we're trying to feed a business with the money that we're trying to feed our families with. And we don't have enough to feed our families with the money that we have. So it's, it's a lose-lose, but teaching this financial literacy and teaching what I've been learning over the past three years Dude, I, I've been studying law so much In the past three years, I could probably go past the bar But I, I'm too more. I'm I'm so well educated now I understand what the bar is right, of people man. don't know and that, 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 that don't the don't thing you said about is.
2: the The thing you said about the, the, the Black-owned communications thing That's important, yeah. man that, That's definitely important see, that, that message should be sent out Every day, all day long
1: you know and what check I mean? this out. Check this out, Sam. I'm I'm actually, when I found out about the company, I said, I'm going to check the service out. They got a, a program called Switch Black. If you switch to their service, you can bring your phone and your number to their service. He'll let you try the service for 30 days for free just to see that it ain't going to change nothing. You gonna, I actually get a better signal because he's not sharing towers with anybody. He has his own in-orbit satellite. So I get a better signal I only pay, I got five lines, unlimited, the whole family on them. I pay $150 for five lines, unlimited everything. He hasn't even been able to touch this part of the country yet. So I'm about to partner with him, and I'm going to have I'm gonna be an authorized dealer where I can provide it. So all them little cricket stores, metro stores, they're about to be out of here. Because if I tell you we have a black-owned telecommunications company that doesn't require you a credit check, that doesn't require you to be in a contract, You're getting a better service and you're getting a a better price. If you continue to to give your money to them people, you're retarded. And just the narrative alone, like I said, if you're conducting commerce and doing business and you're giving a good service and you're a person of color, why wouldn't we all walk away the same day? If everybody of color walked away from those big three, those companies would be done. And that's the, that's the, yeah, wealth. I agree. the redistribution of wealth happens like that. Somebody, you said you need a service. You need to provide something that somebody needs. We know everybody needs phones, but why are we playing the game with these people that are spying on us that are, that are, you know, then they make you feel bad when you can't get a phone. Then they make you give you give them a deposit that you don't have because if your credit was good, you wouldn't need a deposit to begin with. So it's, it's, it's right. such treachery. it's such treachery, man. <laughs> you know,
2: one 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 of the things I want to express that uh, I, I said earlier, you mentioned. You know, I I think it's really important for people to to know as much as they can about the law, especially when they get into a legal situation. So I, I'll give you an example. Um, there was a um, an officer that works for the University of Cincinnati that that killed a gentleman that was in his car. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I happen to I happen to know. The guy who got got murdered, I know some of his family members. So when a young lady told me that he was he he had been killed and told me that the family had uh, with the prosecutor was charging him with murder, I told her I said baby he ain't gonna do a J in jail. And she said Sam why you say that? I said well I said first of all look at what he's charged with what is murder. Now, you find a legal definition of murder, it tells you it's a willful intent to, to cause substantial risk of great bodily harm or death, or killing somebody, actually, but willfully killing somebody. A conscious decision that you made to go out and kill somebody. Okay. I told them at that point, you can't prove that this officer intent when he left his house and when he got dressed and he got there today to take this man's life. I was told by one of the family members that, well, the prosecutor said he can't, okay? And, and, and the family's representation was, was black, okay? And this is what gets me about this whole system back. I ain't never been a lawyer, but like I said, I'm a use of force instructor for the state. So I know what offers the right for you to be able to shoot somebody or defend yourself. And I, if I know this, somebody who's been in law school should truly know it. Right, I, I and was so. upset. I was, I was upset because the lawyer for the family who was black didn't tell this family what I'm telling. If they would have told this family, look, he's not going to jail for murder, but we can get him for a negligent homicide, a manslaughter. He'll go to prison. He'll do at least fifteen years, and we we don't understand. And they said, "Well, no, he killed my baby, so I want him to go to." prison forever. Well, I talked about the law. morals and the laws don't mix. Legally, that wasn't going to happen because the things weren't there to show that that's what he did. But we got to quit sometimes letting our emotions override logic. And when we do that and we don't research for ourselves and learn, we put ourselves at a disadvantage. So just like with that family. Okay, now they got to settlement from the top. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this guy didn't go to jail and ain't going to jail and he's going to be able to work in another state somewhere as a law enforcement officer because they got caught up and wanted him charged with this and the opportunity for him to be charged with something to send him away still was there and they didn't take advantage of it. You got to have those victims. That, that, and, and, and I said victory from the standpoint nothing to be proud of but you have to show people that when it's wrong, law can be imposed upon people. A lot of times, the system is divine. When you talk about us selling out each other, a lot of times, even our own representation is, is laying right in the bed with the, the, the guy that's putting them there. You know what I mean?
1: We we absolutely, absolutely, it's a stage play. Everybody in there is getting paid except for the defendant. They're all. Yeah, and, 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 and
2: that happens. So we got to get as educated as possible. Though. We don't do that. We need to take that upon ourselves. You got to know that you know that you know. We're just taking everybody's stuff for granted and listening to what everybody else says to you. So if this guy says this to you and this is what happened, that's his representation to show you where you can find that at, where you can interpret that. And it can be explained to you where you understand that. That happens to us so many times. It happens to us so many times when it comes to uh, 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 things that would be a simple charge. I have a lot of people, man, that that can't get a concealed carry license and finally they can later on, but they initially been told they can't get it because of something they pled guilty to. So back in the day, they said, you plead guilty to this, right? You plead guilty to this, and you'll be able to go home and ain't nothing to it. Well, because we don't have no knowledge and no representation, we plead guilty to that. And then fifteen years later, it come back to you. So don't plead guilty to nothing if you know you didn't do it. Don't plead guilty to nothing just for the sake of it. Don't 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 do that to yourself. Don't now, do that I'm, to yourself.
1: Yeah, because that's 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 it's no it's no coming back from a guilty plea when you when you plead guilty. Right. It it helps it, it helps, it, helps take, it gives them a layup, and and you 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 take the burden of everything. So I, I'm I'm gonna do this then. Just because you know you, you just mentioned a couple of things now, you, you, you said something about the, the the definition of murder. Now I have all the Black sloth dictionaries as well as the Bouvier's dictionaries, and murder is is defined as the killing of a human being with malice or in a forethought. Now the common right, law. Well, that's, that's what
2: that's what I mean by that's what right, I mean by intent.
1: Right. right. Now. So most of the most of the states, they adopted the degree. So that's when they brought in the degrees. So when the, the first degree is willful, deliberate, premeditated. Those are the things that you were saying. So if they try and charge him with first degree murder and he, he fails to meet one of those 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 particulars, then he might get off. As opposed to what you right. said, manslaughter or second degree. So it's a game, and the game is always played behind the scenes, depending on how much money you got, and it all boils down to something that I'm, I'm about to drop this right now, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of, of feedback on it, but I want y'all to to if you if you know anything about the law, or if you just dumb about the law, or the whole aspect of law, every word that we use on a day-to-day basis we might think that word means one thing but every word that we speak has a different meaning when it comes to law a lawful word is means totally different than what we speak on it so if you don't know what those words mean in 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 accordance to law then you need to get one of these black slob dictionaries you got them they got apps on the phone so be careful what you say when you're speaking to these people in these forums in these in these arenas because they're nothing but stage plays and i'm I'm gonna drop this like i said i'm gonna send you a copy of this thing and those are the people that's listening like we got over 77 people in in, on the switchboard right now and i appreciate y'all for checking in i see we got chicago in there detroit louisville uh tampa uh, also on the live, I see my man Carl Johnson checking in from the arena. What's going on, family? Uh, Stone Black and the Diddy Bob Show, Miss Marcia Kelly. I seen Harry, Mister Harry McLeod was checking in earlier. Shell Shock, all oh, y'all. But everybody that's listening right now to the sound of my voice, whether you're on the, on the uh, talk show on the air, whether you're on live, whether you in the chat room, um, I'm about to drop a key for y'all. I want y'all to Google this and I'm going to send a copy of this to you, uh, Mr. Whitlow, and it's called Creditors in Their Bonds. Now, this info that I'm about to give y'all is so powerful. It's it's about the hidden commercial court process, and, and a lot of these people, and they all had to take an oath, and I understand um, what their bonds are. Now, Every court-appointed official has a bond. The judge, uh, the prosecuting attorney, all of them have a bond. And some individuals that, 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 that I'm in the know with, some of my elders, they have proven that when these people are in their, when they, whenever they go, or they're, they're dishonored. When they're not honoring, they're their, <laughs> their the law, the real law, not the colorable law, the real law if they're challenged, and you you can take their bond. Like, I think you mentioned something earlier, uh, saying about how, you know, someone lose their life, they might get, they got money set aside for things like that. Yeah, they got money set aside for things like that, and most of these sworn-in officials also have a bond. And I've seen people's bonds get taken. Even a judge. I've seen a judge's bond get taken. Before the judge knew he messed up, and the individual said what he needed to say in court. The judge walked off and left the courtroom because he thought he was trying he was gonna be able to save his bond. He ended up getting his bond snatched. I don't know the the, the equity amount, you know how many the dollars was, but he lost his bond to this, this to this defendant because he thought dude didn't know the law and dude was well versed in the law. He was a more he knew the law inside and out. So when he challenged him and, and asked for his bond the judge tried to walk out because he knew he messed up because they sit on that bench and they get to talk and slick because they think all of us are ignorant. So once we begin to educate ourselves and we understand and know the law for real, it it changes the paradigm of the courtroom. But when they give you a public defender, dude, he is in the bed with them. It's not going to be for your your benefit. It's not going to bid you well when you have a public defender. But I know a lot of us Can't afford a real lawyer. So, what I am posing, and I've said this before in some of my previous shows, I need us as a people to understand what a bond is. You can purchase a surety bond, you can purchase a bond and walk around with your bond. Whatever the amount of the bond is, you just have to, it's just like an insurance policy. You might get a million dollar bond. You might have to pay ten grand for it. You paid the ten grand one time. Now you have a bond. So when you get caught up in these in these charges, notice of the notice of the language. You are always charged with a crime. What is the charge? It's a ticket. It all boils down to money. And if you can pay your your fine, you can walk out of that courtroom. So if you got a million dollar bond and you know you got a bond and you infract the law because by definition, no crime is 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 a jailable offense unless you hurt somebody. If no party was hurt, it's a ticket. But so we we getting jammed up for possession of marijuana. We get jammed up for all these little child support and all kind of craziness because we don't understand the law. But when we contract with them and we sign our name or we agree to whatever they're proposing, then we step into that form with them and we can't win, bro. So, listen to what I said. If y'all don't do nothing for this weekend, search for creditors and their bonds. If you can't find it, hit me up at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. If you're on any of my social medias, just inbox me. I'll send you a copy of this PDF, man. It's the PDF I got from my lawyer. I mean, not my lawyer, my elder. And he basically showed me proof, and, and told me to study this PDF. And this PDF could save your life. This PDF can get some of your loved ones out of jail that's wrongly convicted. The Prison Reform Act is going on right now. The whole thing with Meek Mill, the only reason why that even seen the light of day is because Meek Mill was actually a personal friend of the owner of the Philadelphia 76 Personal friend. Like, he knew Meek, kicked it with Meek, took him around his family. So when he got involved and he saw how they was treating him, his buddy, Mr. Kraft, the dude that owns the Patriots, got on board. Meek Mill, hadn't he made these connections in these relationships that he did with those individuals, would still be in jail right now for popping a Willie. Now, he didn't just go to jail for popping Willie, but that's what violated his probation. When you put somebody right. on probation for 20 years... What the hell is that, bro? I mean, really, right. why are you going to put somebody on probation for that long? And if he jaywalks Papa Willie, you're going to lock him up right. for life. It's, it's crazy how these people have us contracting and taking pleas, and then we having these these veils over our head for years and years and years. I fell victim to it. I was walking around with five-year probation for for nothing. But but I'm saying, saying all I have to say this. Get you a Blacks Law Dictionary. Download this PDF. If you can't find it, holler at me, I'll send it to you. Creditors and their bonds. This thing will change your life, man. I'm telling you. But, but you. like Sam said, know the difference between morals and laws. You can't be emotional about this stuff because at the end of the day, it's business. And if you're out of, if you're out of honor, you're out of honor. Once you, If you're standing in honor at all times and you putting these people on notice and you letting them know your intentions, as long as you, you, you do what you're supposed to do, you will get treated so much differently.
2: Yeah, let, let, let me say something else, too. I'm about to get out of here soon. But let me say something else, too. You know, you mentioned that, and, I, and, and that's, that's really important. I talked about the laws. Remember this, man, and this is to everybody. And I don't care if you're black, white, red. I don't care what you are. If I'm a law enforcement officer and I come to a scene, if I'm doing my job correctly, I'm enforcing the law based on what I know about that right there when I get there, okay? Remember this. It ain't the officer's job, whether you like it or not. Now, I want you to hear this. It ain't the officer's job to try to discern On opinions and facts expressed there Who did what It's his job to enforce the law Based upon the information he's received When he first get there And and before he gets there He's going to Enforce the law based on that If he has a back and forth between two people And he can't discern that He's not going to get caught up in that So morally you think this man Or this woman should listen to you And what you're saying may be correct I'm telling you You're not going to win at that moment. So that's why I'm talking about learning to pick your battle. You do better to let this individual go through what they have to go through, whatever they feel like, and take and enforce the law without physically harming you so you can get to the house later and come back later on and exercise your law. But at that moment, I'm telling you, you're not going to win. And I'm saying that from the standpoint of don't put yourself and your family at risk for your ego or trying to prove a point to this guy or this lady. You ain't going to win right then. The the, the win is winning the war. But you ain't going to win that battle, I'm telling you. And, and and I see so many people do it to themselves. Don't do it. Something else as I said here earlier. If you get off your square, you got to remember, if you get off your square, they got the right. They got the power.
1: Yeah, once you're in this time. This guy honor, look like
2: not. you. <laughs> he don't look like you. He don't want to understand what you're doing. And he don't have to, though. Remember that, too. It ain't his job to understand. So you got to keep that in mind. Don't expect nobody to be like you. You know, my mom used to say, the thing about two different people in a relationship is this. You got two different thoughts and two different ideas. You got to keep that in mind. That's right. You got to keep that in mind. And, 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 a, and a lot of guys ain't going home the right way, or they are getting other stuff placed upon them. So the stuff they was initially stopped for, or contacted for, that ain't even what they end up getting in trouble for in the end, according to the law. You know, simple things. I, I'm just going to go. I know about the state of Ohio. So like. If if I come up to you and I see you on the street and I ask you for your ID, you might say, "Why do you want my ID?" Now, by law, I don't want you to hear me. Somebody might think is they right, but by law, if I'm a law enforcement officer, you got to present me with credentials to send, tell me who you are.
1: That's the law in Ohio. Be it right now, or me, wrong. Now let me ask you this. Now this is, I mean, I know this to be true, but I, I want to hear your your thoughts on it. Now if you if you were to, to, to approach me and ask me for my identification. Before I hand you my identification, you would have to, if I, I asked you for your identification, your badge number, as a as as a public servant, you would have to give that. You would have to release that as well. It's all about honor and, and, and staying in honor until, you know, because it could go left real quick and we know that. But yeah, this. This, this but this
2: way so what you're saying, this is what I'm trying to get you this is what I'm trying to get people to understand though. This is where you can't get into that. Because say say if a law has been violated somewhere, or I have some reason to feel like a law has been violated because they called me there for some reason, right? Say if a law's been violated, and that takes precedence and if it's of any urgency, that takes precedence over any comment or question that you got. Because they want to deal with what they consider to be the threat. Or what they consider to be the uh, the, the the um that, that can have a, a a dreadful outcome because I didn't enforce the law. So that's gonna take precedence. That's why I'm trying to get people to understand. You can't win right there. <sighs> you do better to go through it and show later on that this guy violates your rights, and upon doing that, receive some money and expose them. See, we can yeah. win those
1: little things like that. Yeah, you do better uh not arguing with these people and, and you, you I don't encourage,
2: right because you can't. I don't you can't, encourage you anybody.
1: I'm, I don't encourage anybody, even even my Moors out there, because I know I got a heavy following the Moors, even though you claim your nationality and I understand we, we, we know we know the law, but at the end of the day, you wanna make sure you get home safe. And then you right. you know you that on the on the lawful side because it doesn't take but one false move for you not to go home, and then right. you can't you can't plead your case in the, in the, in, the, in the cemetery,
0: and,
2: and, and, and nobody else can. So that's why I'm saying if if, if the, don't put yourself in a position, and I keep saying yourself, you might be provoked by this this incident, but don't put yourself in a position. To allow the law not to work for you. Don't That's do that. Right. Don't 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 do it. I'm telling you now, and I, I'm trying to tell people this. I, I don't know how how many times I can say it. How, I mean, I don't know how to make it more clear. Don't do this to yourself. Because in the end, you ain't got no win. You ain't got no Man. win in the end.
1: I couldn't have said it better, man. And and, and I, I hate that we only got a couple of minutes left on here, but I do, again, want to thank Mr. Sanford Willow from Personal Defense Incorporated. Make sure you check out the link or just go to the website, personaldefenseccw.net. Uh, he has a lot of different uh, things on there. he got a women's defense class. He has advanced shooting classes. He has uh, the ability to help you get your CCW and some other things on there but check out the website make sure you uh, let me give the phone number as well we got about yeah. two and a half minutes y'all let me give the phone number 937-304-9217 or you can just shoot him an email at SWP hold on SWP DI personal defense at yahoo.com we're gonna have to work on your damn email address <laughs> I'm gonna get you a domain. I'm gonna get you a domain. Well, you know gonna, I got a technical background. I'm gonna get you a domain so it could be uh, info at personaldefense dot eight or dot net. We gonna work that out, but when yeah, yeah, uh, I, I
2: when I changed my website, I was gonna change that, and I, I wasn't gonna bother with it no more because everybody hits me on the website. <laughs> okay. But, but well, man, but if look,
0: people
2: need a, if they need consulting, man, if people oh, yeah. need consulting, man, and some advice, they can call me. And, and I can tell them, if I can't answer directly, I can tell them where to go to find out exactly what they need. And that's If they exactly got a question about something, about a question about something that's happening or being invoked upon them, call me. Because I can tell you who to go to to ask the question about the question. That way you might be able to question the question and, and, and the whole thing will disappear. Knowledge is power, brother.
1: It is. and And, hey, and that's what I'm on right now. So Man, I hate to wrap it up, but I know they're gonna... here. We got sixty seconds, so again, appreciate you for all of the information, the wealth of information, man. And we're gonna get back with Mr. Willow probably at a later date because we're gonna revisit some of these topics, and we're gonna see what we can do to change those uh, things in our community. And we're gonna we're gonna get a rally of people together. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can get some people that want to go into police enforcement. And see if we can change the narrative and see if we can get some people that look like us and understand us to uh, monitor our, comun- our communities, man. So 20 seconds, y'all. So we about to wrap it up. Once again, peace to the gods, man. Love. Y'all know to check me out every Saturday at 1 p.m. We started a little late today, but hey, every Saturday at 1 p.m., Wednesday at 7 p.m. Y'all have a blessed weekend, man. Be safe and happy Mother's Day to all y'all, man. Love. All right, Mr. Willow, uh, we all at you coming. All right, love you, brother. Love
0: you too, man. Let's go, dog. Let's go.